podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another Forever Arsenal podcast. We knew we were through in the Champions League already. It was a dead rubber. We rotated the side and to be honest, they got a point out of it. And I think it was a good point considering PSV away is not an easy place to go to. I know they rotated a bit. We will talk about it and we will look forward at the Brighton game as well as Give our perspective on the Champions League potentials and what we might get in the next round. Um, big up Jordan, Lee and James as always. Hit the like button, people. Let's get it up to a 1,000 nice and early. And let's get into the game. I mean, James, we watched it. Jordan, we're going to talk in a sec. But Lee, you went over there. Um, what was it like? Did it feel like a dead rubber? Did it feel uh, like a yeah, dead yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, I thought it was it was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed the game, um, first and foremost, because it was no pressure. I actually enjoyed going to an Arsenal game travelling over there and I'm going to be really honest not worrying whether we won lost or drawn but at the end of it though I was a little bit worried I got a little bit intense when I see players like Declan Rice and Jesus running on and things like that I have to I'm not going to lie but that's just me you know listen I, I think it's, it's uh, brought up a brilliant debate about whether you could play players or whatever uh, do you know what Whatever he done, I don't care. It was it was down to the manager and what your opinion was. My opinion was I didn't want to see the likes of Rice, Saliba, and Gabriel playing. If I'll be honest, I wanted I wanted to see uh, some some of the youngsters play. I wanted to see like the squad rotate, and I wanted our best players not playing. The reason I wanted that is because we was all celebrating. Oh, we got the to, to the last game without having to, to to play the big guns. That's what that's what yeah. I thought it was all about. That's 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 my personal thing. Um, I, I then hear people turn around and go, "Oh yeah, but if we'd have lost the game, you fans would be moaning and all that." Not me. If we'd have lost that game four or five nil, it wouldn't have bothered me. Um, if we'd have won it four or five nil, I wouldn't have bothered me because at the end of the day, I, I see it for what it was. Um, I was disappointed. You know, I've actually said I was disappointed. I didn't see some of the youngsters come on and people going, "Oh." You know, you're slating Mikel and things like that. And I, I got, I, I've got to admit, certainly. Yeah, go on. I think it was around the 86th minute. I said to myself, well, this ain't going to be 3 1, is it? So I think I'll take the 1 1 draw because 2 1 <laughs> gets Lee three points. <laughs> Do you know, I, 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 I actually like, I had 2 1 down to Arsenal to lose, didn't I? Like, you know I mean? yeah, so, so I said, yeah. Let us so, stay one uh, one. You know, in the end, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've gone all the way over there. I'm cheering on PSV. You know what I mean? <laughs> I couldn't believe it, like you know what I mean. So, now, I, I really wasn't fussed what was going to happen. Really, I, I, um, you know, and like when um, Trossard nearly scored at the end, there I was jumping up like it was a you know a proper Arsenal game. But at the end of it, I really enjoyed going over there, not with that nervous worries you know what I'm saying like uh you know there's always that pressure of the game and uh not not losing and and uh or not winning do you know what if that was a normal game you needed to go through for instance and Trossard missed that chance at the end you know you wouldn't be sleeping for a couple of days you'd be annoyed oh. it, it didn't really matter did it you know I I just I felt it was an opportunity to play some young kids I, I've got to say uh at the end there 
like for instance, five minutes to come on the end. What you know? Does it really matter if Jesus comes on or not? I, I, I don't know. I think Listen, we should I talk about no one's that. Right or wrong. I, think, goes, I, think, I think we should talk about that. The the lack of use of youngsters. That the more hmm. at the time I wasn't that bothered about it, but I did mention it. The more you know, yesterday went past, and you know I, I slept you know two nights sleep. But I think Arteta got that one wrong, if I'm honest. And it's not, it doesn't need major, you know, you don't need to oh, tear apart for it, but we can have a good conversation around the youngster stuff. I, I think there's something there. Oh, I agree. I, I, I really agree. Listen, you ain't going to have the opportunity to play these kids uh, in, in games. I have to say, like, lastly, you know, so my argument, not an argument, it's just a, a discussion, a debate. My, my debate is that for two or three years, Saka, um, uh, like even you could say Martinelli as well, definitely Saka, definitely Smith Rowe, a couple of the other uh, Eddie, um, all got their chance playing in Europa League, which is a lot easier than 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 the Champions League. I get that, so it's a lot tougher for these youngsters now to break into the to the Arsenal um, Arsenal first team, and you know it's not easy at any stage, as obviously we know. And you know people turn around and say, "Oh, you're you know you're giving these kids a." A, a, a game. It was it was a nothing game. It was an opportunity to just give them ten minutes at the end. And and it, the, the biggest thing for me is not even so much about giving them the opportunity. Is is risking players like De- I, I see Declan Rice sprinting thirty yards to stop a stop a a, a ball over the top line. And, and when he's running, I'm going don't 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 lose, get hamstring injury. Don't get hamstring. I didn't enjoy. The game, I'm going to be really honest, I didn't enjoy the game as soon as Declan Rice came on because I started to worry about injuries and things like that. Otherwise, I was really enjoying it. I really enjoyed Cedric's performance. I really enjoyed El Nini's performance for an hour until he went off injured. Um, and, and Nelson up front, it was great to see him have a run and things like that. But look at Nelson's performance to, to certain other players in the team where they know that they're probably going to be playing and whatever. And the two worst players on the pitch, if I'll be really honest, were Saliba and, and Gabriel because they didn't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, listen, I get all what everybody's saying and all that, but it was a real opportunity to see uh, Wanieri or someone like that. Now, people go, oh, you don't want to play him in a chance. He played him in a, he played him in a Premier League game when he was 15. So why can't you play him in a a non-rubber when he's yeah. I, I don't I, I don't understand that. That's the only thing. But but people go, oh, you're looking to criticise Arteta every opportunity. It's not even criticising Arteta. It's just you know what I mean, an observation. What what I was want what I wanted. You know what I mean. At the end of the day, if you wanted to go over there and wanted to see the first team playing all that, fair play to you. That, that's all I'm saying. Like you know. Well, Lee, let's let's shut people up right right there. On that point there, let's shut people up right now on this whole, you just want to criticise Mikel Arteta at any opportunity. We were incredibly positive on the last podcast. We lost to Aston Villa 1-0. Yeah. It was a big game. We're in the thick of a title race. You can't be dropping points. Even Villa Park, it's it was it's seen as, yeah, tough game, but you've got to find a way to win. We didn't. We lost. We didn't even pick up a point. And a lot of the, a lot of the conversation on the podcast was we played really well. On another day, we win it. No one here blamed Mikel Arteta for that. Yeah, we looked at the players and the chance they had, and we talked about the players not not taking advantage. In, in fact, we talked about the press being good. We talked about the fact that we created more chance against Villa than any other side. We did the same with tactical insight. We highlighted everything Arsenal did really well that other clubs haven't been able to do against them. So, no, it's not an opportunity to 
it's not us wanting to criticize the manager any you know any given opportunity because we had if we wanted if that was our motive we had a golden opportunity to do that on the weekend we didn't we are just merely asking the question and i do feel more passionately about this as the week's gone on you know i saw and it is it is, it is influenced by pep guardiola as well you know and him giving you know yeah, done it, didn't Oscar it, yeah. bob to uh, Micah hamilton as well and you just think Nuneri and Lewis Skelly, okay, Lewis Skelly didn't travel. They've been talked about for a long time. Well, not a long time, but certainly we've heard their names a lot in the last year. Raul Walters, you know, got a pre-season appearance, summer 2022, not even the last, um, not even the last summer. Lino Sousa, I think, is 19 years old or 18, t- soon to be 19. I might be wrong on that. <laughs> when? When is that better opportunity? The more I look at it, it was... It was a missed opportunity. And all he could really say in the press conference was it didn't feel like the right time. I don't know, Mikel, because you he's been in he's been at the club a while. Granted, he trusted in Smith Rowe, Saka and Martinelli when he really needed to, that Chelsea home game, when the reports were saying he was one defeat away from losing his job. And he trusted in them. And ever since then he is stuck with well, pretty much all of them. We know Martinelli was out the side, then came back in a little bit. But who's he handed a debut to? I think Aziz, he handed a debut to once in the Europa League, Balogun. But, you know, Balogun had done everything he needed to do, proved himself on loan, and he didn't see him as, you know, worth keeping. Okay, fine, you got £45 million for him. But it, it, I'm not saying it's worthy of, you know, you, you don't need to tear the manager apart for it, but it's okay to ask the question. It's okay to say, Mikel, you know, four years at the club, and I, I'm, I haven't seen that debut given to a player, and then in a few years' time, that player being a part of the first team. Now, okay, he has done so much good, and ultimately, do how much do we really... I mean, we care because it's part of Arsenal's, you know, makeup as a club, is to give minutes to youngsters and, and give, you know, Hairland products the opportunity, but just, I'm just keeping an eye on it as well. I'm just, like, not keeping an eye. God, that sounds a bit, you know. But I'm just, I'm wary of it. Like, in the coming years, I do want to see... Helen products, you know, getting opportunities. And he hasn't really shown that yet, Mikel. Jordan, I think you were just trying to... Let me unmute you, Gone. Go on. Sorry, sorry. They might not have earned it. They, they might not in the lot in the coming, the previous days. I mean, I'm with you guys. I genuinely can't think of a reason as to why you don't give two or three of those players 15, 20 minutes. I, so I'm, I, I don't think he's answered the question with any real, real insight. So... I can only assume they haven't earned it. Maybe in the in the previous days, previous weeks in training, he's spoken to the under twenty ones and under nineteens coach and have said, "No, they've not been they've not been at it. They don't deserve to get minutes in that game um, in in Holland." It might be as simple as that. They might not have earned the right to. to they might not be ready. They might not be have shown that they deserve. Because like any other first-team player, in the coming days and coming weeks of a game, you've got to train well. You've got to show the boss, I deserve and I'm ready to play in the game on the weekend, or in this case, in the week. They might not have done that. Yeah, and that that is a very fair point because obviously, and we say it with everything, there are things behind the scenes that we don't necessarily know about. I, I said on my fan cam before people get all you know pissed off what I'm saying here, you know, I said on my fan cam <laughs> that, I don't know what Mikel Arteta's mindset was, you know, going into this. He might have spoken to his coaches and said, look, 
what do we get more out of giving these youngsters some minutes or trying Declan Rice a centre back, which Mikel Arteta has spoken about, said it's something he wanted to have a go at because you know we're short in that position. He may need to try something. There are rooms that Thomas Partey is back very soon. He's got Jorginho there too. Yeah, Rice at centre back might be something he has to try. Um, so so there could be lots of reasons why he didn't give the youngsters minutes and lots of very understandable ones. I just think the argument will always be. You know, Marcus Rashford wasn't ready. He was just thrust into it. And boy, did he take that opportunity. But and we have forced. seen that. He was what? forced to. That, that game, what, they had no strikers. Uh, no, completely agree. And that's what I'm saying. Like, some of these youngsters, maybe they don't seem ready, but when they're forced mm. to play, suddenly mm. they come alive and they thrive in that environment. And I just think it was an opportunity for Mikel Arteta to see whether some of these youngsters would sink or swim. And I don't think it was ever going to define their Arsenal career, especially when it was 1-1 going into the 80th minute. And it stayed that way. He could have just given them 10 minutes, in my opinion, just to see how they deal with the occasion. At least one of them, at least just to send a message to, you know, to Rule Walters and the other youngsters. Like, look, we've taken you in a few pre-season camps. You, you will have a chance. I know, sorry, Lee, what was No, I was just saying, like, you know, I mean, he's already was one year ready to play in the Premier League at 15. I can tell you that he wasn't, you yeah. know, um, but he still put him on there. And Mikel was given a lot of stick for that from a lot of uh, people um, yeah. outside the football club saying, like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. You, you've done that for your own things and blah, 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 blah. So then you got the opportunity to do it um, two years later in a... a, 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 a a dead rubber, as you like, and you don't. I can see why people would criticise him for that, like, you know. Proving um, proving their point. Proving Listen, their point a little bit, like, like that he's done it for himself part. and uh, not for the for the kid or whatever, like, you know. Listen, I'm not, it's, it's not It's not for me to to, to, to batter Mikel or, or, or anything about this. He, he chose not to do it for whatever reason. I, I think as a fan and a travelling fan and a, and a fan of Arsenal Football Club, you're quite right to say, do you know what, I'm disappointed. That's it. I was disappointed that they didn't come on. It doesn't mean to say I'm right or wrong or whatever. I've just felt that that's how it, how it was for me. When are, when is the opportunity, you know, for these kids going to happen? When are they going to get a game now? I'd rather them playing that game than Liverpool in a couple of weeks' time we go out against Liverpool because, you know, I don't want to go out against Liverpool. The, my, my point being, it didn't matter if we won, lose, drew that game. It, that doesn't affect anything. If you start throwing kids in against Liverpool and we lose the game, it affects things. That's my that's my point of it. On on the game just itself, I think I think Lee, you're correct to be. Oh, I've had concerns about Declan Rice coming on in a game that means nothing because if he pulls up, we're all pulling out our hair. Well, you're not, but the rest of us are pulling out right, our thank hair. Very but 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 I do think actually. That was something that he he offered in the press conference afterwards that I thought was valuable because yeah. if Saliba gets injured for six weeks, you know this uh, to, yeah, to yeah. the point earlier on. This is the game to test it. I mean, we know that Declan Rice can play centre back. He's done it. That's where he started, right? So we know that he can do it. But just like, well, it right there, he didn't do bad. So mm. I, I don't think I think there was value in bringing him on for the last half an hour to, as, as a tester. And look, if it goes pear-shaped, you've got to take the consequences of that. But I think it was worthy of, of trying. Look, yeah, the, game was, the, the game was a, was a low-pressure match. No one really ripped it up. I thought Nelson was lively. I thought Cedric was was yeah, solid, um, <laughs> did, did okay. And, and I'm a big Elneny fan. I, I agree with you, Lee, I think, until he came off. I wouldn't say he bossed the midfield, but he you know, he, he definitely held his own. I think he, um, he, he was definitely a presence. Um, it was a 1-1 game. 
I think a one was a was a fair result. They had some really good chances. I think we dominated possession. Um, I don't really know what much, much more you take from it because it's the sort of game we all wanted to be in a position. I did for sure, where with a game even two to spare, we can relax, and that's we've done the hard work. So I don't think it really needs much analysing beyond we did our homework, we did the we did the work at the front end of the competition. This was a chance to kind of mess around a little bit and and have our feet up, and that's kind of how the game played out. And even with the Reese Nelson performance, because I do think he was the standout of the lot, probably won't mean much moving forward because mm. he's had performances like those before in the last year, and then, you know, his, his appearances moving forward have been few and far between. I'd like to be wrong because Saka hasn't been great this season performance-wise. Output-wise, yeah, but when the output um, gets nullified as it did on the weekend, you know, and the performance gets put more under the microscope. It's, it'll be good to have someone there that can come in. Um, and I'm sure that was the whole point of giving him a contract. So, Reese was the only stand... Well, he was the main standout for me. I think Cedric and they've done, done well enough, but I've never been their biggest critics in terms of... I've never also been their biggest advocates to be in the team. I've just never been their biggest critics because they've, they've, they've never been a big part of the team anyway for me to look at them and blame them for anything or, or, or look at them as a, as a reason for anything. So, overall, that dead rubber, we've, we've already spoken about it for 15, 20 minutes nearly. Yeah, I, I will say Kai Havertz played well again. Got to say that. Had a good he did okay. He kept, he kept things he kept things going. I thought yeah. he was better against Villa and in the other games, but I can understand that as well. Quite kind of liking his performances at the moment. Yeah, he's definitely um, like. I mean, there's two questions, right? There was us trying to understand what his part was, why Arteta signed him, what his part to play was in this team, and then there was whether he's got the quality to take us forward. I have seen in the last few weeks where I didn't see Frazier's what Mikel Arteta wants him in the team for. Like, that is getting answered for me. Now, whether he delivers that on a consistent level and to a level that, you know, is of a £65 million player and that starting number eight that we've been looking for for ages, yeah, those questions are still to be answered. But I'm understanding it. I'm understanding, all right, he's, he's big. He wins his aerial duels. He wins the ball in midfield. He actually does that really well. We didn't think he had that in him. But also he gets forward and supports Jesus and there's quite a good double act there and he gets on the end of things. He's, I can see where the goal threat is now. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, give him credit for that. He's, he's playing himself into some form. Just one final thing for me on this. Um, the, the, the Declan Rice substitution made some sense as I explained. The Odegaard one didn't because nobody presses in our team more than Odegaard. And I'd love to see the stats behind, the running stats behind our players. And Odegaard often gets substituted a lot off in games because he puts so much effort in. So I didn't understand why you'd bring him on. Surely yeah. in this, if, if he's the guy that runs the most, he's the guy that you bring off often because his output in terms of effort is so high. Why would you not just give him the whole day off? I don't understand why he brought him on. Um, yeah, I don't, that, that one for me was was a weird one. But And, and I, I didn't really get the Jesus one either, if I'm completely honest. I don't I don't really know what... Jesus was going to get. I mean, like I said as well on the fan cam, that there, there are eight days between Villa and Brighton. You know, he might have felt that this was just an opportunity for some crucial minutes. Knowing Mikel, right, if we didn't have this game in the middle, he probably would have organised some behind closed doors friendly against Watford, you know. And then we'll be, you know, it will be happening without our scrutiny. And, oh, why are you playing these guys? You know, he probably just maybe thought it was an opportunity to... Yeah, just give them some minutes. So I agree with you. Um, I wasn't 
entirely sure about all of them, but nothing worth sort of ranting about more than I've sort of, you know, brought up here. I, I do want to say also just on some of the players that impress, I agree on Reese Nelson. I agree on Cedric. Um, I know, listen, no, we were having good fun on the watch on, weren't we, Turkish? Sort of enjoying every little thing Cedric did well. But behind all that was actually a good performance from Cedric. And I tell you, I tell you what I do. Now, this might sound wild, okay? I'm not sitting here for one second saying he's the right-footed Zinchenko. You know, he he's on the right, was Zinchenko is to the left. I'm not saying any of that, so you can all relax. But there's a level of technical quality that makes me believe that if you played Kivior, Gabriel, Saliba, and then White wasn't available, Tomiasu wasn't available, Timber we know isn't, and Cedric had to start a right-back and had to invert and do all that, I would like to think that against most teams in the league, that shouldn't ha- that shouldn't hamper us for me. He showed for me he shows for me enough technical quality on the ball to at least in possession keep things moving. Is that too far? Am I? Am no, I? No, no, I okay. agree. Uh, do you know what? I, I I I've got a lot of admiration for him. I know, like you know, he's not the best player and everything, whatever. Like, when was his last game for Arsenal? Yeah, um, I, I can actually tell you that. I think it was cool. Forest. October 2022, I think it was. He came on for a little left-back sub-appearance in the 5-0 win. I don't remember seeing him any other time. Did he come on in the League Cup game? I can't even remember. This year he might... No, no. He didn't come on against West Ham. He didn't play. I didn't see him. pre-season. I think he went on pre-season tour, maybe. Or no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He He played in Nuremberg. And then he might have played in the Europa League, but I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, so to, to come in and, uh, and perform and play well is is a, is a credit for him and his his um, professionalism because he was fit. He, he carried on. He uh, to, to most of the game until Ben White replaced him. And and if we have an injury crisis, you know, I'd rather see him play than 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 someone we don't like, like Walters, if I'll be honest, from that point of view, you know what I mean? And I was all for Cedric playing in this game and and, and El Nenny. Uh, both of them, I think, done, done really well. Uh, listen, you know, Mikel signed him. He's not like uh, a, a bad player or whatever. He's just not at the, 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 the level that we, that we want with the players that we've got now. But, you know, if there is an injury crisis, I'm, 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 I don't want to see him because there is an injury crisis, you know what I mean? But if it was, yeah. you know... I think it'd do a job. Agreed. Um, enough on that subject now, because we do have to keep it moving, um, considering time. I know <laughs> she's not convinced then. <laughs> no, so he likes Cedric. I like Cedric. I mean, even with the youth stuff, I mean, I, I, I didn't really care too much about any no, of it. I'm with you. I mean, I look at the youth team now and I think to myself, who is, I mean, Ranieri would have been nice to see, but even the youth team in their league in the last couple of years, they haven't been doing too good. So maybe that's got that's got a part to play with it as well. So it's not like I'm looking at the youth thinking, I need to see this player. And over the years, a lot of Arsenal fans have said, we need to see this player. And that player ends up at Red Star Belgrade when he's 21. So we've got, for me, we've got enough youth in the side. I think we were already a young team. I don't want to worry too much about it. It would have been nice, but it is what it is. Cedric Nene. It was nice to give them a run out, but again, it is what it is. I hope not to call on them throughout the season, if, if I'm honest with you. Um, and yeah, it's more about looking forward now. And looking forward, we've got a Champions League draw. We might be recording before that Champions League draw, but I suggest that 
because we play Sunday, usually we record Monday morning. I'm going to suggest you should that. wait. I think it's Tuesday Brighton and yeah. the Champions League. It's 100%. big, man. Big. Like, there are some what, what time is that? There. What time is that draw? 11 o'clock, is it? 11 a.m. 11, yeah. yeah. So let's Who give up now then. Because we ain't going to be, yeah, exactly. We ain't going to be live. Well, we ain't going to do another show before that draw. So let me run Let me run through the teams we can get. Copenhagen, Napoli, Inter, Lazio, PSG, RB Leipzig and Porto. So three Italian teams in there. James will be happy about that. Um and your family's team's in there, actually. Inter Milan, right? That's who I want. Like, so, obviously, you know, we played Inter Milan last in a competitive game was, what, did we lose 3-0 at home and 5-1, yeah, 5-1 away? Yeah. Um, that was the last time I was very young. I, you know, I can't say I remember it. Obviously, you watch the tapes back and all that. I, I remember um, it. Yeah, I bet you remember it. Um, my cousins are big Inter Milan fans. And... Over the years I've been watching football, I'd say for most of those years, Arsenal have been a better team than Inter Milan. But they had the treble winning season there. Jose Mourinho, they got to the Champions League final last year. And we haven't played them in Europe. You know, we've avoided each other in the Europa League. They've been in it alternating years or whatever. Um, we've avoided each other in the Champions League because after that 2010, they sort of fell out of it a little bit, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's the one I want. It's a totally personal one. So everyone in the comments going, but they're really good. Trust me, I know. I live with my cousin. He's watching Inter Milan games. I know they're good. I don't care. Let's have it. It will be like, it'll be good fun. The trip will be amazing. I've been to the San Siro. Really great ground. Um, and also, you know, yeah, like, you know, with all due respect to Copenhagen, of course, that is probably the, of all the teams there, that's probably the one I want. Um, Man City then, then. Sorry? Man City getting in then. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, they, they held Bayern Munich to a draw in Munich, I believe. So, you know, and actually, they I thought they were impressive against Man United. Look, mm-hmm. whoever we face are going to cause us problems, right? It's round 16 of the Champions League. But I would, I'd love, in, I'd love Inter Milan. I would love that tie. I mean, I would, I wouldn't mind in time. I know they're, I know they're flying high at the moment. On my fan cam, I said I don't want Napoli, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, Napoli are nothing compared to Inter now." And that kind of, well, Napoli are defending champions. I know they haven't started the season well, but I look at their team and there's some threats there. Whereas I look at Inter and I think, listen, they've definitely been the better team over the first 15, 16 games. But these ties are played in March, and the thing could look very different then. And we know the quality Napoli have. We wouldn't mind one or two of their players ourselves. Um, but I also look at RB Leipzig. I mean, I'd be excited about that one difficult game, but I think RB Leipzig Arsenal would be a for for the neutral, especially would be one of those kind of Champions League classics. I think there'd be a lot of goals there, end to end football, but it would be a, a tough one. I think Copenhagen and Porto are the ones that you really want. That's the ones you want. Yeah. Safe passage through. And Jordan, I want to ask you here because you agreed with me, or I agreed with you in the group stage draw where. And James as well. You and to be honest, Lee as well. You want you want a big gun. You want you know, especially your return to the Champions League. I would I wouldn't have minded a big gun in the group stage because I think you know it's a welcome back to the Champions League. But you also can afford maybe a a loss or a draw and still get through this round of the Champions League. I'd rather go under the radar and see a couple others, other big boys, you know, fight it out and and in yeah. the quarterfinals, then say you know what, bring it on now. Whoever's left in the quarterfinals. We'll take them. Or are you looking at a PSG here or an Inter Milan here, Jordan, saying, give me one of those? I don't care. I honestly don't care. 
I honestly do not care who we draw. It, for me, I just don't care. It's not so much that I, I want a big boy. It's just that I don't care if we draw a big boy. All those teams on that list, if we play them over two legs, we go in as favourites. We are. We go in as favourites. So not to say that we expected to beat all of them, but there's no team on that list where I'm like, oh, yeah. I just don't care who we draw. We draw who we draw. Let's get on with it. If you want to get back to the top table of European football or, you know, one of the top teams in Europe, you know, actually been the top team in Europe, then we've just got to, we've got to have the attitude, the mentality that anyone, anyone comes to the Emirates is going to get slapped and we can give anybody a game on their pitch as well. So I just don't, without, who do without you, being... Who do you want what? then? If you could put your hand into the bowl now and pick the, the club you want out of the seven of them, who would it be that you want? Um, probably Inter, because they're the toughest team that we can get. And I want to be, I want to be, I want to be Inter, and they'll be taken seriously. So I don't, I don't want to be tiptoe into the final. I don't want to be, you know, blagging a Champions League. I want to, I want to win it, being the best. Um, and people will think that's laughable, and people will say, "Oh, yeah, let's just win it and get the easiest route." That's that's not. Uh, I'm an Arsenal football club f- football fan. Do you know what I mean? I want to I want to be the, the, the champions of Europe and push out my chest and say, "We are the best team in Europe because we beat the best, not we beat the third best team in Hungary and the fourth best team in Italy and the second best team in Ukraine." No, no, no. Let's go and beat the big boys. So if I could pick, I would pick the biggest team we can play in Milan, but. Equally, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. I'm not being so facetious. You, I'm not being. If you if you could pick for City or Bayern Munich or Real Madrid, who would you pick for them? Now? Um, wouldn't you pick the toughest team for them into Milan to, to to see whether you know? Because uh, listen, we what what would you call it? Really? I mean, we're not, we're not virgins in this tournament, but it, it's been a fair while since we've been in the knockout stages of this yeah. tournament. So you know, and if and if we lose, we lose. If we draw Inter, we get knocked out. Then we get knocked out. But I'd rather get if we're going to lose, let's lose to Inter rather than lose to Copenhagen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I just think if we're going to let's draw the big boys and let's see what happens. I don't I don't believe in this kind of like tippy toeing to a final, this this shook mentality of let's try and blag our way to the final with the easiest draws. That's not that's not that's not fun for me. Well I do I think it's funny because when we're talking about the FA Cup or we drew Liverpool at home, we're talking about the Carabao Cup. I kind of get I get irritated by those draws when we get certain sides. Not because not because like like Jordan's alluding to, you have to beat these teams to win the competitions anyway. Just that like we play in these every year, no matter what form, no whether we're eighth or we've just come off a title race, we're in the Carabao mm. Cup draw, we're in the FA Cup draw. And to draw Liverpool at home, even though I was kind of okay with it, it's a bit like oh, Same Liverpool old. again. We've played them. Well, West Ham away. That West Ham away is my it's the worst draw possible for me. I'll tell you why. Because you should win but you probably won't because you're going to rotate and it's away from home and it's like, it's a bit of a slog for the Carabao Cup and you're like, I'd rather either play a team we haven't played before or have a home tie and, and actually get neither of that. So for me, West Ham away is like the worst kind of draw. In a, but when it comes to the Champions League, I'm with Jordan. Like We're now like elite level knockout of the biggest competition in Europe. I can't really say well, you know, I really want that team for a safer passage. Like, we're talking four rounds. You know, we're talking four rounds, or well, three to the final. Mm-hmm. You know, y- you win this round and anyone can play anyway. I don't really have that sense of, 
you know, if we drew, if we draw PSG, I'm not going to say they go, oh, of everyone we could have had. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see the Champions League quite in the same way. Um, I'm kind of in the, in, in, I feel like I'm a bit of Jordan, but I'm a bit of Lee as well in that. I want to play the big boys without a shadow of a doubt. And you have to, at one point, play, you know, one of the big boys. But the, I like, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich and Man City. I'd rather face one of them along the way and the other two get knocked out by someone else, if I'm honest with you. I'm not I'm not I'm not looking to no, go into the two legs with Man City, then two legs with Real Madrid. You know, that, yeah, that's not one that I think we can get past if I'm but honest. I think that's different. I think that's I want those teams out, but I'm not we'll do our job. I don't have to explain. Like if we draw into Milan, fine. But yeah, I, I mean I'd love it if Man City drew PSG and one yeah. of them chalked yeah. that one off. Brilliant. Yeah, I'd yeah. like that, but I'm yeah, talking in terms sure. of our path. I don't not, think about it not, too much. You're not going to sneak through. No. The, 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 somewhere along in the FA Cup, you can sneak through to a semi final, even a final, uh, mm. and, and and not play yeah. one of the big boys. You yeah. know, what I mean, it can happen. This ain't happening. This ain't happening. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, after if you if you get through this round, you're playing someone big. Don't worry about that, like. So so for me, I I look at it and think right, we're going to play someone big if we do well. Now, I, I get what you're saying, and I think there's a little bit mental. If we play Copenhagen and we get knocked out, it's going to be a little bit like oh, we haven't really played no one in the Champions League. You know what I mean? That's our own fault, you know. So for me, I, I I'd like to, you know, not see a couple of other teams bash each other up. You know what I mean? Like, and then and then just be a little bit fresh, because I could say that now. If Man City get Copenhagen, they'd probably win it in the first leg three or four nil, and then it, 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 they can rotate and things like that. Like, you know, I'm not saying that we can, but I I I, I don't care who we get. Like, you know, I mean, I watched PSG yesterday. I was not impressed with him one iota. I was not impressed with, but they've got players that can kill you. Yeah. Um, and I think probably all teams have got in that light, you know. I look at it and I think, like, the odds are we're picking up an Italian team, aren't we? Because there's, you know, uh, there's three. And, 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 and part of me didn't want New, Newcastle to get in there, and, and it did. Yeah, sodden. Uh, yeah, a bit, a, bit, a bit of both, children, if I'll be honest, because yeah. if, if Newcastle would have been in it, it would have limited us down to seven teams. Do you know what I mean? We, we, uh, sorry, six teams. Now we've got seven teams because the only team we can't play is is PSV. Yeah. So so at the end of it, you know, we could go anywhere now, like you know, realistically, couldn't we play anybody at any, any of those times? And I'm not really that. I'm, part of me wouldn't say right. I, I wouldn't mind going Porto this time of year, like you know, Copenhagen is very very expensive. Um, to be honest, <laughs> he's, he's very expensive. He's cutting uh, his holidays, he is, isn't he? Yeah, so I'm <laughs> the cheapest one to go to. It's probably Porto, it's quite nice here. So, Porto <laughs> would be very nice. Uh, Germany's a very, very is, is a nice place to go and watch football. I have to say that every time I go to Germany, experience the uh, you know, the, the, the stadiums and, and everything about German teams. What's the German very, team in second? I don't, is there, is there, yeah, there is, like, like, um, Leipzig, yeah, Leipzig, yeah, so I think it's also about the evolution of Nikola Tess as a manager, because let's see how good he is at the, in the, in the toughest competition, in the rounds that matter against the best teams in Europe, let's see how good a manager he is against Inter Milan, against a dogged Italian team, and Napoli, 
So I'm looking to see if he can mix it with the big, biggest and best clubs in Europe. And also, hmm. the reason why I want to get the biggest teams is because what have we... What have we been working towards for the past five or six years? I mean, never mind the last 18, 19, but the last five or six years, what have we been working towards? What was Aston Villa away last season all four? What was the long run we went on the year before under Emre or a few years ago under Emre? It was all to get to this point, to be at the top table of European football and mix it and hopefully beat the best teams in Europe. So for me, I want to play the best teams because the whole 20 years of, of not winning a title and trying to get back to the top of the table has led us to this point. And now you want to play Copenhagen? No, 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 no. We did that in Europa League. That was, that was, we're past that now. Let's oh, bring on the big what, boys. And if we lose, we lose. But let's lose to the best. There's also a bit of me, yeah, because I'm with you, but there's also a bit of me that says we've got a big chance here. And it's not often that we've been in the Champions League and I say we've got a big chance here. I don't think it's ever I've said that. I look at this season for some reason and, and, and compare it to seasons with, with you know that we had on the Wenger year after year after year after year with solid world-class players like an Alexis Sanchez or, or, or whoever else. Mm. And we just never, never, never got over the line with any of it. We never even, you know... You're right. I never yeah. I never felt hope. I never thought... No, you should be a chance. This could yeah. be our year. You know, whereas I, I, I feel like... And one of the things that, funnily enough, We've been talking about the fine margin so much, especially I probably haven't spoken to anyone more about it than you, Turkish, whether you know via all the other shows, the fine margins of this style of football we're playing. I I wonder whether the fine margins do weigh more in Arsenal's favour over a two-legged affair. Let's take the Aston Villa game on the weekend. Played the better football, had the better chances, not a load of great chances, but some pretty good ones, enough to win the game. We were done by John McGinn. But what if you duplicate that 90 minutes? What if you make it 180 minutes, two ties, half of it at home, obviously? You know, does this kind of approach from Mikel Arteta and Arsenal maybe carry favour in the Champions League? I, I don't know. I could see us being away from home, playing quite well. We've drawn 1-1. We've lost 1-0 or 2-1. And actually, you know, we didn't quite get the result our performance deserved. But you replicate that over a second game, and that should fall in our favour. No, is that again wishful thinking? I'm just wondering whether maybe I mean, that's against part the biggest of the plan. against the best sides. Yeah, probably wishful uh, thinking, in my opinion. Maybe I, I, I feel with um, the Champions League. I watched a bit of this Champions League, and that every team, bar probably one, is vulnerable. I look at Barcelona like they're not as good as what they were few years back and all that. Like Real Madrid, there's a vulnerability to them. The one team that you would say is the standout, who do you think is going to win the, the Champions League? Is Man City. Who's challenging Man City for the league? And who's the team that's going with them head-to-head -head at this moment? Yeah, time? man, bring it on. Bring Us. It on. So I do think that um, that, that there, there's something in that. Like, you know, I, I watched um, a little bit of the Bayern. I only see Dana Jordan watched the highlights of Bayern because we were playing the same time. But uh, what I see of them, they're, they're, they're very, very good. But they've got vulnerabilities in that side as well, you know what I mean, uh, of it all. So I don't think they look that great against United, no, but then no, they, they were don't. through. So, I know, no, yeah. you, you can't go too much into it. I look at PSG over the last few years, they, they're not as good as what they were a couple of years ago. Like, you know, when we was playing in, in the Arsene Wenger days and, you know, we, we, we come up against a Barcelona team that were, were incredible. Incredible, like, you know. Uh, an incredible team in... Um, you know, 
Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. Unbelievable. I look at it now and think, well, that Inter Milan team of last season were no better, no better than us, and they got to the final. So there is an opportunity there, you know, to to to, to get it. AC Milan. I watched him. You know, I thought Spurs should have beaten them in 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 the two legs that they played in, and they got to the semi final. You know, without without really exciting me so, so much. So there is, I think there is an opportunity in the Champions League. But I, I really do to 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 to, to force it home and all that. Like, I really do. I'll, I'll, I'll say this: my only concern about going all the way and winning it is uh, is Jesus. I think to win the Champions League, you do need a clinical striker. Or we need our wingers to really step up offensively. I, I think the Champions League, more so than about more so than the league, is about moments. And I think the Champions League, you have to take those key moments. And I've said before, I've got genuine concerns about Jesus's ability in the key moments, in the big games, at the back end of the season, to really, really be the difference. Um, th- that that is pretty much my only concern. Though. Sorry? He loves the Champions League, though. Mm. Is, is his record good in that? Very, yeah. Like, like okay. I think, like stupidly good. Like okay. I'm talking, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find it because it. I didn't know this before we kind of kicked the ball in it, and then everyone was telling me about this unbelievable record. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, well, we're ruthless at home. We, we, you know, just like I know we've only played those sort of teams at the moment, but we've been we've actually played our better better performances in the Champions League, particularly at home. I think we've we've buried teams, you know. So uh, I'm I'm. I'm a little bit like, part of me would like to see us go with Copenhagen or Porto, but I'm not, I'm with Jordan on that. I'll take on. Bring it on. Bring, bring it, it on, on, Lee. You know what I mean? He has th- 36 goal contributions in 54 games, 28 goals in 54. It's not bad. It's not bad goal at all. Contri- goal contributions. I noticed that we're kind of like widening the goalposts oh, now. Just said 28. <laughs> 28 goals. I think the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, that's 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 that, you know, listen, I think like, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to, I've got a little feeling we're going to get one of the Italian teams. I don't know which one. I don't really want to go Napoli, I'll be honest. It's not the nicest place to go to, to watch a game of football. Um, go there in a, a holiday or whatever. Yeah, it's a lovely place, but it becomes very, very hostile when um, when you're playing football down there, like you know. So, for, from a personal point of view, it's like I wouldn't want to go there. But if we have I to, hear, I hear Lazio similar though, but I, I've never. Yeah, been. Lazio, Roma similar. I think it's good that the, the southern side. I don't know. If James will probably know about. There seems a bit more friendly up north. I don't know if that's uh, the case. Where's this? Sorry? I've, I've, in, in I've games. The sand that I've been to the Rome Derby a couple of times. I used to live there, and it's brutal. It's brutal. It's it's, 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 it's hardcore. I I I went to Rome and Napoli, um, in Rome, and like it, you know, it. I mean, it was. I, I didn't see anything, but unless you say I wore very neutral colours, um, <laughs> and I've and I've been to uh, a few games at the San Siro, amazing ground. Um, yeah, listen, they're they're passionate, man. Um, it'll be loud. We've overcome a few though. I mean, I know it was mm. in the champ well, AC Milan in the Champions League. We did knock them out. Uh the Fabregas goal, we remember mm. that. And Inter. Um yeah, of course the Inter Milan, that was, you know, before my time. Uh the um but even like the Napoli AC Milan Europa League games, like I know we kind of 
you know, yeah. we talked down the Europa League game. We talked down the Europa League, but we knocked them both out, I think, in back-to-back years. So, we've done our thing. Let's keep doing it. Uh, let's keep it moving. 44 minutes on the clock. Hit the like button, people. Have we passed a thousand yet? We should have because we're coming up to the last 15 or so of the show. Um, Brighton, big game, Sunday. Off the back of a loss against Villa. It's now turned into a must-win. I I won't say turned into a must-win because I feel like all of our home games should be must-wins. But, yeah, we can't afford to drop points before that Anfield game, in my honest opinion. Um, How are we all feeling about it? Um, Um, Nervous. Pressure on Arsenal. There's Mm. pressure on Arsenal, for sure. Yeah. They have a great record against us. Won the last yeah. three games at the Emirates, scoring a fair few goals as well. This for me is is twofold. It's one, it's important to win because you don't want back to back defeats. You go for you go for a title, and teams don't lose two in a row. One, okay, especially to the most probably informed team in the country right now, Aston Villa. You can take that one 0 I'll be played well. Back to back defeats, especially a home defeat, for me is not acceptable. The second thing with this is for me is about revenge. I've always felt that there's two games I've watched Arsenal play at the Emirates where they have been absolutely scored off the park. One was by Bayern Munich, and not if not even the five-one. It was I think they beat us three-nil. It was either the year before or the year after the five-one five-one. I can't remember which one it was. The group game. They, it was. It might have been a group game, but they won. I think it was three-nil. Lewandowski played, and they. I've never seen a team come to the Emirates and absolutely from minute one to minute 90, just educate, the, just school the whole of the football club. It was embarrassing. It was so, so bad. Um, what, the, the I, five ones didn't do that? Well, the five one was brutal. <laughs> they just, the five one was bad. But in terms of their football, they were clinical that day and they just kind of, did, did they just beat us up. But this one, they Which actually... The home, the home one or the away one? It was at the Emirates. It was at the Emirates. It was they beat us at the Emirates. Lewandowski. Oh, you said it was. You, you said it was clinical that day. They they five won us home and away. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well both yeah yeah. <laughs> we we lost we lost three one. Um, in one was of it the first times we played them, and I think Özil missed a penalty and yeah. But yeah, maybe that's the one. That was the year we if if he scored that penalty, I thought we were playing well, so he missed that penalty. But, well, I don't know if that's oh, the one he's racking. Jordan was probably that, watching uh, the highlights uh, when uh, he came on. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it was a three nil. But anyone, there was there's that game and Brighton last year. Brighton absolutely battered us last year. It was embarrassing. One of the worst defeats I've ever seen Arsenal enjoy in my time watching football. It was horrible to watch. They were so good. So for me, this is very much about revenge because I've never seen a team come to the Emirates and do what they did to us that day. It was it was it was it was it was, it was horrible to watch. So just a we need the three points to kind of keep our title charge on on track, but we need to give them one for last year because what they did to us last year was not nice. It was not they beat nice. us in the Euro. Um, they beat us in the League Cup as well, and. Uh, with a change side as well. We changed, made changes, they made changes and they beat us. And it was always a worry then coming to that game when I did think that we was probably on a little bit less confidence. I don't know what was going on by then. But um, yeah, I, I, I've always been impressed with um, Brighton when they played us, particularly the last few games. They've, uh-huh. they've, they've done done the job on us. And I think that it'd be a tough opponent. And this is where what I'm saying, why I enjoyed it so much on, on, on Tuesday night because... 
it's just enjoying watching the Arsenal. But this one now comes watching the Arsenal with pressure, with 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 things on it, you know, uh, implications if we don't win this game, you know. So all sorts of things for me like this. This is a real. I'm not looking forward to this game. I'm not like buzzing no, for Sunday me because, me because uh, it, it, it's a, a hurdle that we've got to get over. And I, if we don't win this one, we could actually see ourselves. Um, by Christmas being at at the top four or something like that, and that panic panics me. How, yeah, Jordan, I need to pull you up on side. How can you say the Champions League bring on everyone, but then you're saying you're not looking forward to Brighton on Sunday? Which one is it? No, 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 no. no the, the, the logic's the same. If we drew uh, Man City in the Champions League, say, I wouldn't be shook, but I wouldn't be looking forward to it. I wouldn't be looking forward to it. I'd say, look, let's let's get on with it and crack on. But I wouldn't be like, oh, they have Man City on the weekend. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that fixture. And it's the yeah, same with this that, one. Right but, the... but that surely that tells you that that you kind of agree with us lot that maybe the lighter because back in the day when we used to be in Champions League on the Wenger, when when we used to draw Real Madrid and Inter Milan, I was genuinely excited to the point where I I, I believed we can win the games, go through. I, I because there we were one of the top three teams in Europe. We won the best teams well, in Europe at that time. Arguably, now we're, we're four favourites in the Champions League. Uh, I think that's by the bookies. But in terms of pedigree, there's there's some dangerous teams in this. In the, uh, yeah, we're up there, but there's some dangerous teams across Europe that can knock us out, and it wouldn't be a massive shock. Yeah, I don't Brighton want to go back to it. Yeah, yeah. I no, no, no. I, I take your point, but I, I, I'm not shook of Brighton. But equally, I'm not like this is a game where I'm like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking the, forward the, to The trouble it. with Brighton, guys, is it's it's one of those guys. This is how I see it, right? Brighton. Brighton at home, you're expected to win it, but they're not. Yeah. They're, 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 a, they're a difficult opponent. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're cause problems to a lot of teams. But if you are going to go on and win the league and you're going to go and challenge it, you have to win this game, you know? Mm. And that's 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 where we are at this moment in time. Because we lost to, to, to Villa, it has put a bit more, more pressure on us. Like, you know what I mean? And what worries me about the Villa game is we've said it all along. We played really well, but we lost. You know, this can happen yep. on, on, on Sunday. We can play really well against Brighton. They've got tools that can 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 catch us up. And no, that, so that's where I'm them. at. I'll give them one of them games where you should have won, but you didn't. I was just going to say that. I, they get a pass on Sunday or Saturday. No, yeah, cut off, cut not, yeah, this weekend. <laughs> not this oh, weekend. No, about you can't this have two of them. You can't have too many of them. That's what I'm saying. I, I, Listen, I, I, I think if you know Brighton, I've, I've always been impressed with Brighton. I still say today's game's uh, a big, big one for them when they play um, Marseille. They've, they've got to win that game. Yep. So it, we've we've had a couple of extra days off, and you know we should go in a little bit fresher. And it really is an interesting thing that bit about freshness because I don't know if you if you did watch the Newcastle game yesterday, but that they 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 went on empty very very quickly towards the end and. It, you know, Brighton must be um, the resources are being tested. So I think that it's a good time to play Brighton. If I'd be really honest, on the back of a Europa League game, but I'm still I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous for this game. Very nervous. Probably is a good time to play them. But Villa did have an extra. Well, we had an extra day rest on yeah. Villa as well, and that didn't that didn't work out well. So actually, to be honest, the game worked out like that. You could tell that Aston Villa were a bit leggy and we, and we had the impetus, but we didn't finish our chances. Finish your chances against Brighton because your get-out-of-jail card's already been played. Prediction table, well, prediction time, so the prediction table's up. 
both James and Jordan got a point because they both predicted a draw. So the table looks something like this, or you know, if you're on audio platforms. Can I just say, are we not docking Turkish a point for missing yesterday's recording? Are we just going like, to just? I'm going to miss yesterday's recording. It was meant to be 10 p.m. James. James yeah, even definitely 10 a.m. from 10 a.m. Yeah, James even said that day. Yeah, James said, Listen, there's a lot of time between the, the um Champions League game and Brighton on Sunday, so he'd rather not do a morning show. And that's why when someone said 10, it would do. Do you, do you not remember James saying that? Well, I also I mean, remember it, double checking. It's literally in the group that says 10 a.m. No, I don't know. Oh. That. I don't know about the group. <laughs> Who said 10 a.m. in the group? Who said 10 a.m.? My phone's next door, but it, 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 it does say 10, 10 a.m. <laughs> but who said it though? I think Cash said it as well. Like, only one. It was, it was in a conversation, it was. And then it, then it says 10 a.m. Oh, no. Listen, did, I'm did, James, James, James is thinking Turkish, you're my partner, you're my boy, but. Even like, I've, I've got a confession, mate. <laughs> I've got a confession, mate. I was that I, I, my train was like, I had to get this train. I ran to get it and it, and it, it was pulling out about three minutes before it was meant to. And I've gone and had a right go at this. He said, No, it's going, it's going. I said, It's, it's five to it's, it don't go till five to it's like a 58, it's 55. You horrible little man, I said to this, <laughs> to this bloke. Like, and he's going, don't you call me an horrible. I said, well, it shouldn't be leaving now. Like. And he said, excuse me, excuse me. He goes, this is platform two. Platform one, your train's there. And oh, like, no. Oh, no, I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I felt really bad. You horrible <laughs> little man. That's <laughs> just... <laughs> I got on the train, and as it's pulling out, I'm waving to him like up there. I felt really bad. But I'm desperate to get home from Forever Arsenal. I've forever. No, it's not 10 a.m., it's 10 p.m. No, no, I, 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 I felt really bad for that. I, I, I feel the next time I've got to go to Liverpool, I've got to go and hunt him down to the same story again. Oh, if, he no. if he does watch it... And, he probably he thinks that horrible, rude man, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I, I did, I think, you horrible, lying, horrible, little deceitful man. I said, he's gone, excuse me. <laughs> that one's there, you bald-headed prick. <laughs> he could have said, and I sort of took it. I felt bad. So, yeah, so yeah, I rushed yeah. around like, and like, no one's here. Yeah. So, basically, we was here, children, nah, I've just checked the group and, and because I respect the people so much, I want the people to know what the hell these are talking about. So Jordan at 1250 <clears throat> uh, Monday morning. So 50 minutes past midnight, Monday morning, messages the group saying I can do Wednesday 10 a.m. But I've got to go by 11. Bear in mind, we I'm, had that conversation the day before. That is exactly right. Yes. But yeah. James said he would. He why would we have to rush it in the morning when the game is on Sunday? So we need there's a bit of time. So when people said ten on the call, and James and said, "Why do we need to rush it in the morning?" The ten come across that ten p.m. What's what's the difference between eight and ten a.m.? It's two hours. I don't think James meant two hour difference is going to shake up the world. 
No, I couldn't get there. I remember the conversation, right? Yeah, I, he said uh, I can't. I couldn't get there at eight because, like, you know, I was travelling for eight, but I could make ten. And if I did, if if I was struggling, I could use my phone. Exactly, that was the conversation we had. So that's right. it was then put in at then uh, ten o'clock, but got to leave. But that's when he comes in. I can do ten a.m. Right, but I can uh, But I have to leave eleven. So he's come on from the conversation that we had. Right. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, James. Thank anything you. to say? Anything? When it comes, when it comes to memory, hey, I'm not you're the French James. Too oldest on the. On so, the I wasn't sure, and when I asked in the office, both Turkish and Cass said pretty, like, confidently, "No, no, it's 10 p.m." And I went, "Oh, okay, great." Oh, that's right. So, you're out right. Right. so right. I believe they always thought it was that. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean they were right. <laughs> at 10 a.m., I had a, the, the chicken shop challenge booked in from three That's weeks. why I brought it up. I was like, oh, but he's got... No, 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 that's yeah. fair. That's fair, but we didn't know that. The point of... Jordan, Jordan thinks he can just write one message in the group and then it's... <laughs> After this I'm running around Liverpool Street Station for, for, for 10 a.m. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been doing that for 10 a.m. I miss me. There you go. I'm doing my daughter's birthday. I'm running around this station. Any more? Fl- Where's my violin? Listen, I'm not in charge here. I propose 10 a.m. Doesn't mean we have to do it. But when I said it, Lee was like, cool. I thought that was the agreed 10 a.m. We could have said, no, I can't do 10 a.m. And I would have gone with it. But 10 a.m. was the time agreed. I'm just saying. Just oh, saying. I'm, I'm with that. Did, and you also, agree, was, did you see me agree to it? Then it was mentioned 10 p.m. yesterday. Surely, the, surely the guy that hosts it, the guy that sets up the link, the guy that runs the whole thing needs to agree to what you said. Not, well, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here thinking all points deducted in, and all of a sudden I'm seeing 10 p.m. coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we've lost points for worse. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Well, 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 well. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Anyway. What did we anyway. go with scores anyway, lads? No one went 1-1 one, one, then? Nah, 2-2, two, two, Jordan and James. I think Jordan was flirting with the idea. I one, was going to go 1-1 one, one, or 3-3, three, three, but I went 2-2 two, two instead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, for the audio listeners, 25 games played. Lee still top 18 points. James is now in second with 17. I'm in third with 16. And Jordan's in fourth with 16, only the correct score. Well done. Well done, guys, for producing a draw. Proper title race, this. Yeah, it's tight. tight. (laughs) Uh, What are we going with? Lee, going over to you, Brian Emirates. Oh, Oh, I forgot about that. 2 0. 2 0, James. Mm. 3 1. Ah, oh, yeah, I knew you were going to take my score, man. I knew it. 3 1. 3 1. You patented it or something. Jordan. <laughs> You've already fucking told me about your 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 um views of my free one, and I must have read a book about it. But no, I, I think haven't. you've I think you've read I think you've read a stat that it's like the most. Listen, Jared, what you you've got the pro, you you you're in front of you. You can do what you want. Mate. Like, like, I know, but get I a just... top and he can go with what he wants. Can't yeah, he? he's performing some dark magic. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, are you yeah, both I've, going three one? I've gone three one. Mm. Oh, I'm going one nil. One nil. <laughs> You said to check what you is that your prediction or your missus prediction? Because the way you look around there, it's like, oh, shut, shut up, up. <laughs> Put some clothes on. Come on, shut up. 
She's gone ra- racing across the room with no clothes on there. Oh, on that note, can we can we keep this moving? Can we? Can we you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got to go work, I'll do something else, Jordan. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All the audio Whoa! listeners just switched off Spotify and turned on YouTube to kind of catch a bit of the action. But now there's no action, oh, people. Right. Don't listen to Lee no, Judges. Well there. That, <laughs> All the predictions have been made. 2-0 from Lee Judges, 3-1 from me and James, 1-0 from Jordan. All going Arsenal wins. And we're going to slowly but surely move it on to comments of the day. At this point, I remind you to leave your comments under this video for the next show. But we're going to get some comments from the last show in. Anyone ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to go because I've got to get a train. I've got to get a train. Oh, here we go again. Forever Arsenal, after... After a loss is the funniest thing. They don't know whether to banter or not, but you can tell one thing: Jordan never stops grinning. And it's true. Do you remember like that last game we lost? And he's, he's like, you know, I thought it was like, it was like party atmosphere in his house, weren't there? Yeah, man, I'm a happy guy. I'm a happy guy. Happy buddy. Turkish, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. My one's from Gavin. I, I, I like I, I like this comment a lot. Big up, Gavin, man. Um, he says, without sounding too down after another brilliant podcast, I have four autistic children and my ex-partner is away a lot at the moment. So my weekends are pretty stressful. Monday mornings used to be spent staring into space a bit too much. However, the Forever Arsenal podcast has changed that. Monday mornings and I spent with a coffee and breakfast listening to you guys doing what you do. The banter, the knowledge, the passion for all things Arsenal puts me right for the week. So thank you for all that you do. Massive love to Turkish Jordan, James, Lee and Jess and everyone at AFTV. Hope you and your families all have a fantastic Christmas. Big up, uh, Gavin, man. I really like that one there. Oh, Gary. Jess as well. It's getting mentioned. Is it a five thing now? Is that, is that, is that what it is? <laughs> Well, yeah, listen, Gavin, right. I think you chucked Jess in there maybe as a little slide to maybe, you know, get her in maybe full time. But I'm, I'm not too sure. Gavin, if you want to confirm that in the comment section of this video, let us know. Um, um, well, go on, go on, James. Go on. Should I, yeah, I'll okay, go. Go on. Um, so this is from um, Station Worker 105. It says, hi, guys. Love the pod. Just think people need to know. Lee abused me on a platform before catching a train. <laughs> 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 He looked very confused and blamed me for a train leaving on time. <laughs> Liverpool Street Station's HR department have been told to keep an eye out. He wouldn't even take a picture with me. Please unsubscribe to Lee Judges TV. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. I just came across that now. James the I've got a few others. <laughs> that was my favourite no, no, one. Leave it that one. I think that's gold. Um, <laughs> um, Turkish, you, you read the one that I picked as well, so I'll choose another one. Um, this one is from the Naked Guna 1411. Easy. Uh, honestly, I feel like the break from Jordan made you guys actually like him again. The team chemistry on this episode was off the charts. Just wish you guys went longer like usual. Thank you very much from the Naked Guna. Come on, <clears throat> I, remember, I remember a comment a few, I don't know, a few shows ago saying you can tell a Turkish genuinely doesn't like Jordan. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm still I'm still wondering how they know, but yeah, I'll have to re rewatch the show and find out. But I thought I hit it quite well. Yeah, I'm really finding me up and saying I can't stand Jordan and his comments. You know what I mean? You're always eating what eating on the uh eating his breakfast like sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you do this on talk sport? Sorry, yeah, no, sorry. of course he does. That's what he likes on here, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> I mean. By the way, 10 to 1 this Friday night, Talk Sport. Check me out. Sports, uh, sports bar. Weekender. Little plug there. there you go. Brilliant. Why not? Why not? Another time. If I'm struggling with sleep, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> on that note, people, we're going to wrap it up here. Hopefully you've enjoyed. We've just passed the hour. Leave us your comments. Hit the like button. Uh, make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on. Big up James, big up Lee, and big up Jordan. As, as always, we'll be back after Brighton and before the next fixture, which after Brighton is Liverpool away. Massive one. Make sure you're there, people. Love for the love. We're out. Peace. Podcast Network.